0: eight people. Doesn't surprise me. Everyone else got blown off the road, probably. Nine people. Good morning. We, this actually might even be a short class today. The reason it might be a short class is it's a short topic. This is an intro to Jesus, which you'd think that'd be a very big topic, obviously. But it's the aspect of Jesus before his ministry started. Different ideologies that I have, just that there are so many russisms going on here, that it is truly things that I just thought of of what about Jesus in all facets before he started his ministry So we asked the question what do we know or believe about Jesus coming to earth when he was born up to starting his ministry One of the questions that I had was why was Mary the one chosen? What was special about her? Was there no one else? Well, she was from the right tribe. She was from the tribe of Judah. She was a virgin. Isaiah 7.14 specifies that. When Isaiah says, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son. And will call him Emmanuel. All right? Check. Check. Right tribe. Virgin. Worked out perfectly. Perfectly. All right. Something I don't know, I don't know why I didn't comprehend this, which <laughs> it's Russ, so anything's possible. However, Matthew 125, it took me a second, but the statement is born of a virgin. Okay, so Mary was married to Joseph when she became pregnant with Jesus, correct? by my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong, and please correct me, they were wed. However, wed is very open instead of not American wed. There was no I do's involved. It was she was betrothed to him. They were each other's. Because she was pregnant. I'm I'm glad you guys challenged me. She was betrothed to him, and he... Joseph said in Matthew 1.19 because Joseph her husband was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace he had in mind to divorce her quietly so they were wed can we go around that now maybe possibly so they were betrothed. They were each other's. However, the wedding was not your normal. nothing that we would have understood in American terms. What they did back then was a little bit different. However, they were together. They were each other's. So my questions are, are this. If that was your daughter, if that was your family member, how excited would you have been? that she was the one chosen to carry the Messiah, to be the virgin from Judah, from the tribe, all the lineage, but she was married to another, but she get to carry the baby. How is today's society viewed in that? If somebody comes in pregnant, unmarried, or married but carrying somebody else's child, poorly maybe? I <laughs> I, I think the answer probably would be viewed mostly yes. In our society, yes. To us. Yes, sir. Sure. They, uh, James said they didn't know at the time that wasn't Joseph's child. Where I'm referencing is once they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the understanding is overall, okay, it's out there. She's pregnant. Oh, did you hear that Mary's pregnant? Oh, I'm so happy for them. It's not Joseph's. Oh, those talks. How do you think... Okay, Mary's mother felt. When Mary said, it's not Joseph's. What do you mean it's not Joseph's? Whose is it then? Well, funny story. <laughs> I had a visitor. All right, this is getting us wrong. Who said, okay, it's better. You are going to carry the Messiah the Holy Spirit will visit you and place a child in your womb okay so the question I had Mary is 14 or 15 at the time we're around that age she's not she's not a 18 plus alright so she's 14 or 15 which would have been practical back then how much IVF do you think occurred back then in the day none Okay. an angel visits her and says the Holy Spirit is going to place a child in your womb a 14 or 15 year old knows pretty much the only way you get a baby inside you is one way I'm not even being crass I'm being literal here what does she know and so do you think she said to the angel how is that going to happen actually well, did she know the scriptures as well as everybody else? She did, I'm sure. So if the baby was going to be born a virgin, then she would still then be a virgin. What I, what I appreciate, so the thing that I was saying earlier is, I didn't uh, acknowledge this. For whatever reason, Jesus was born a virgin, not conceived a virgin, if that makes sense. So Joseph married her. They, were, they, they have, it's, what I studied was there's a, almost a two-parter. They're betrothed, then they have a wedding, and it's a, a, a big festival. But throughout it all, through her uh, pregnancy with Jesus, he had no relations with her. Jesus was born a virgin, even though Mary was married to Joseph for some time after the fact that was the prophecies came through through all that it was interesting why other than the prophecy why would Joseph have done that we're married it's fine I'm allowed we're allowed it's a thing God would bless it but he didn't I don't have an answer for you that's that's a racism I was just curious that I wanted everyone to think about is why wouldn't he okay So, who is the innkeeper that we hear about in the nativities and all the other fun stuff that we have who is the innkeeper that said oh all of our rooms are full I've got nothing for you when Joseph went to Bethlehem to and they were about to have baby Jesus was there an innkeeper? nothing in the Bible says there was an innkeeper it's a good story though This one was fun. Was he born in a manger? Honestly, that's probably where he was staying, but at the, the fact of the matter is the manger was where they laid him. Joseph and Mary probably stayed with family in Bethlehem. However, everybody was staying with family. So everybody's houses were full. They were probably still at their family's house or whatever it was, but they were staying out, sadly, in the shed. With the hay, it'd be warm. It'd be something they could be be comfortable. We'll say that, but they didn't get the guest bedroom because they were late to get there. This one bothered me. Still, it should bother me. I'd imagine it bother anybody. So, the time of Jesus' birth, and even eighteen months after, eighteen to twenty-four months after. You have a child around the same time he was born, Jesus was born. You have a boy. And then you have guards, soldiers, busting in your doors, looking for babies. If you have a baby daughter, your life is going to be pretty good. You have a baby boy. Kylie sitting in this room with a baby boy right now. Under 24 months, what happened? They grabbed that baby and they killed it. You know the prophecy. You know the story. You know everything about what's happening. So you know, as a Jew from the tribe of Judah, etc., you know what's happened. You know who's arrived. Jesus arrived and my son left. Is the Messiah arriving a little bittersweet now for those people? That would be rough. I'd be ecstatic that the Messiah has arrived. The king. The one who's going to make everything right. And he came at the cost of my son. That's how I'm going to think. Something to consider. <laughs> I, I'm curious about this. Why? Why? Did God send the angel to tell the shepherds with the sheep that the Lord has arrived? Were these important shepherds? What is their significance that they were told? So the shepherds, this is, I want you to put yourself in the position of the shepherds. They're out, it's, they may have a lantern, okay, but they didn't have streetlights, may have had the moon out there, hopefully. But somebody shows up who wasn't there before. Okay. And he says, The Lord's been born. And in Luke two thirteen, it says <laughs> i picture this in your head. You're some shepherds talking to a person, addresses you and says, The Lord has arrived. And then there, all of a sudden there is a great company of heavenly hosts around you. Those aren't sheep. It doesn't say that they glowed. It doesn't say they shined. It doesn't say that they were whiter than snow and they were blinded or anything like this. One dude, one, one entity, don't even, I don't even know what the, some, an angel showed up. I don't know what an angel looks like. I've, been in, I've interacted with angels because somebody caught my, my daughter, but I don't know what an angel looks like. All of a sudden, one's there, and then a host. You're a shepherd that you knew were alone with just you and your buddies, and all of a sudden, you're not. What would you do? Would you not lose your mind half a second? Like Nobody was here. It's pitch black. All of a sudden, everybody's here. I'm under attack. But they weren't freaking out that we know of they're excited they know they got somewhere to be here shortly we got to go find this but you're out in the field all by yourself one guy shows up and then a whole group and they all start seeing. oh yeah you have my attention all you know is they're not locals and they weren't there a second ago I would be incredibly shook, but they weren't. For some reason there was a calm. How does the song go? Matthew 2, or story goes, how many wise men, magi, kings were there? Story goes. Three wise men, right? After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judah, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born, king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born, in Bethlehem and Judah, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. Then, I'm jumping down to verse 7. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, The three magi or the magi? The magi. Secretly and found out from them the exact time the star appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed on coming to the house. They saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, incense, and myrrh. Okay, we've got three gifts. Are we assuming each one had its own gift? It's great. It's good numbers. Helps everyone be have a nice, compact little put a bow around it. We don't know how many there were. Could have been two, more than one, but there were magi, plural. They, them, those aren't their pronouns. They, them, but we know there are more than one. I don't say it for any other reason than we have the lovely validation that there were three in the, as far as people do, because there were three gifts. We don't, one guy could have had all three of them when he and his buddy were there, but there was more than one, three gifts. It's a Russism. Okay. This one bothers me. I put myself as a parent, this bothers me. Put yourself in their shoes. You are Mary or Joseph. Mary and Joseph. You're not both people, but choose your, choose your, choose your person. You are either Mary or Joseph. An angel comes to you and says to you, Mary the Holy Spirit is going to visit you will place the Messiah in your womb and you will give birth to Jesus, you will call him Emmanuel okay Joseph says I'm, going to do, I'm, I can't, I'm not going to do this I'm going to divorce her quietly though I'll do it right you get visited by another angel who's in a, in a vision and says no this is how it's supposed to be stay with your wife he does okay You're there, you know what the prophecy, you know what the scripture said, the prophecy says. You know, men showed up, you've never seen or heard from, and they are in awe of your son. He was just born. And they were told by an angel, he's there. These men told anyone and everyone, the Messiah has been born, he's over there on 2nd Street, 3rd house on the left. People want to see this new baby. You are told, visited by another angel, you are told, pack up, get out of town, Herod's hunting your son. And you leave. You hear, babies were killed after you left. You were able to get out in time. After some time you're in Egypt you hear you get another visit from an angel who says, okay, Herod's dead you can go back home alright all of that was prophesied you know the scriptures as well as anybody else you, this, let's just say they have accepted this baby is the Messiah he doesn't float he doesn't do miracles, he, he's a baby as a baby is a baby Okay? But all these different things have you been visited by heavenly angels? So, the question I have to you for the next several years how do you feel as parents to this child, knowing at some point the clock is going to start where his ministry? Starts to occur, but you know the end result of that ministry. Your parent, your baby that you had to already save, race to Egypt, keep him alive, because somebody's out to kill him and not just try and kill him, killed several others while looking for him. But you can come back now, but now it's official, okay? That, I, if, I did, if I needed one sign, I got it. If I need another sign, I got two. If I needed three signs, okay, I've got three signs now. This is the Messiah, Mary. This is it. So our boy is the Messiah. Our boy is the Messiah. I love Jesus. I assume you guys love Jesus as my savior. Mary and Joseph. Savior, son. All right. Luke 2.25. Different things that happened with him. What does anyone know about Simeon. He was in the temple when they came to present Jesus at the time they were supposed to. Mary, Mary and Joseph brought him to the temple. 2.25, I, I have all kinds of questions about this. but Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's the Lord's Christ. Moved by the Spirit he went to the temple courts, when the parents brought him the child brought him brought in the child Jesus to do to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Now before I get there, how old was Simeon? No idea. He would not die before he saw Christ. So we assume he's 10,000 years old, right? Supernaturally kept alive. He could have been 30. It just said he wouldn't die. didn't say he was kept alive. He wasn't preserved. And I have a point of why this is. But that's what I'm asking. He says, okay, but... Again, they understand he is the Messiah. Jesus is the Messiah. Mary and Joseph do. Are they still not parents to their boy? Simeon says, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you you now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all people, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people Israel child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him then simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother this is the part i'm talking about this child is destined to cause you ready the falling and rising of many in israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too your son this child is going to be the rise and fall of many I have three kids I don't want any of them to be the fall of anybody she's still a mom he's still a dad how do you think she took that I'm sure hopefully she took it better than anyone else would but I'm, sitting there, I'm looking at the other side of things they know their son is the Messiah they feel something about all this she took him, they took him to the temple Simeon grabbed the child I hope that was supposed to happen Simeon grabbed him and had this to say, and now Simeon's allowed to die. They're like one. oh, remember Simeon who can't die? Suddenly he's saying he can die now. Okay. Holy Spirit was in him. They knew that. How would you feel as a mom and a dad that your child will be responsible for the rise and fall of many? The other part's great. Open to the Gentiles as well. However, it's the. I'm really happy to hear the positives, but like, your son is going to be so amazing at blah, 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 blah whatever. Your, child, your daughter is going to be just a knockout. Blah, 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 blah. That's great. I love that. Your son is going to cause people to hate themselves. Wait, 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 what? Who wants to hear that? All right. Now, let me see if I can find it. Because she's in here. We have... I know I put her. There she is. Okay. This is where my point was on Simeon. We don't know his age, but he was told he would be alive until he stayed alive and not see death until he saw the Messiah. But then we have specifically Anna. There's a prophetess, Anna, who we read in the same chapter, who is stated to be very old. For all we know, Simeon could have been 25 We know how old Anna is. So that was in there. And then Anna, I know she's in here. 84 years old. That's very old, by the way. Methuselah would disagree, but she's 84, and it says so. She's very old. Simeon won't see death until he sees the Messiah. Why do we know how old Anna is? Why do we not know how old Simeon is? There's not an answer that I can give you. I'm not sure there's an answer you can give me. I'm willing to take it. If it's in the Bible, there's a purpose. That I do believe. Okay? I hope you believe that too. I don't know what that purpose is. But I love to think about it because I can. All right. So Jesus was from Nazareth. It's not a great place to be, according to the Bible in some places. John 1, 45 and 46. (laughs) Who says something about that? We know it says, it goes, Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one Moses wrote about in the law, and about whom the prophets also wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Nazareth can anything good come from there Nathaniel asked wow wow I don't understand that Nazareth was a dinky town or anything like this it was just a rough town I mean for lack of a word I'm not to disparage against but say Compton you just know it's going to be rough it's it's violent Remember when Jesus went there in his ministry? They didn't like what he had to say. What did they try to do? You recall? Anyone? Throw him off a cliff that the town bumped up against. That's pretty harsh. We don't like what you had to say. See ya. Obviously they didn't. That was what they wanted to do. Rucktown Where should he where should where should a prince the king of kings have come from Beverly Hills Fantastic wherever New York I don't know what 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 is the right place to come from Does it say should have been Rome should it have been some other majestic whatever He came without the fanfare was Jesus the most attractive person under the sun. It says so in the Bible, doesn't it? He was so easy to look at. Nope, that was David. What does it say about Jesus? He was a guy. Nothing magnificent about his appearance, because nothing had to be. He was Jesus. Okay, so I have questions that we don't know the answers to. You don't know the answers to. Because the Bible doesn't tell us the answers. We have Jesus born. We have Jesus roughly around 2 when he had left for Egypt. And then we have him coming back and finally in the temple at age 12. That's what we know. Those are his times. Born roughly 2 or 3, 12. Then he's 30. We don't know specifics about him. However, things I want you just to think about because we can't. Jesus is a baby. Everybody's children loves everything you put in front of them for to eat, right? What fruits or vegetables did Jesus not eat for Mary and Joseph? When he was a baby, do you think Jesus ever had a blowout in his diaper? If he did and they threw it away, would that be a royal flush? did Jesus ever stick his tongue out to Mary or Joseph? As My mom would say, once. Do you think he talked back to them? My kids do this, so who's to say, do you think Jesus slept with a blankie? Did Jesus have nightmares or night terrors and have to jump in bed with mary and joseph did the savior need saving was jesus a goody two shoes growing up around the other kids did the kids alienate him or befriend him because of it you should hang out with jesus he's he's a good he's a good kid I want to get to that point on Jesus was 12 in the temple. In Luke 2, that's where we hear about that. <laughs> Verse 41 is where that starts. I want you just, this is another one, I want you to think about your, your Mary and or Joseph. You went to Jerusalem for the Passover. You have the feast, you celebrate the Passover, and then you left. Now you're sitting there going, how did they lose him? They're a family of three. That's pretty easy to count. It's like one, two. Well, I was sure he's here for a day. Nope. They traveled in groups, okay So all the Nazarethians, if we're going to say that, they would have probably all traveled together. It's just good safer in numbers. Friends, Why not? So they just made the assumption, and no reason not to think this, that they were all together. Okay. They traveled for a day, and finally, they camped, they get their tent. And a, Jesus! Come in for dinner! Jesus! Jesus! They went to everybody's tent. Have you seen Jesus? I haven't. I thought he was with you. Tom, have you seen Jesus? I haven't. They have now reached the point of Where's Jesus? Okay. They turn and they're heading back to Jerusalem. What was their concern about? Were they concerned because they lost their son? Or were they concerned because they lost the Messiah? (laughs) God's talking to Joseph saying, You had one job. That didn't happen. I'm going to go on a personal tangent here, so bear with me on this one. My family and I, the whole lot of us, went to Disney World and the like. We went to Universal Studios, Hogwarts. This place is ridiculous. They have the alleyways, the streets, stores on the side. It is wall-to-wall people, things, fire-breathing dragon, spells, the whole nine. We're walking and doing this. We went and did that. Got wands, blah, blah, blah. Did all the fun stuff, okay? And we would get to an area, whatever, to look at this or go to there, and we would sit there and do a every now and then a head count. And I go, okay, do, 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 we haven't lost dad yet. Nope. Okay. And I go, one child, two child. One child, two child. And I'm counting. I say to my wife, with probably a higher or stronger voice than normal. Where's Justin? My wife can count really fast when she's nervous. One child, two One child, two And she looks. There is no big headed boy. And wide open eyes, my eyes, we have just acknowledged our son is missing. Has anyone been to Disney World and seen the crowds of people there? This is that same congestedness, congestedness, but in a smaller form. There are a lot of people here. I panic. 180, and I am heading back to the very last place I saw him. I'm trying my absolute best not to go in fullback mode and push people and walkers out of my way trying to get my kid. I will push little kids over trying to get to my son. I don't care. My son is missing. Worst case scenario, somebody's grabbed him and he's not with me. I come around the corner. I'm looking way over there past this wall. I see him. This kid is holding his wand ready to expel the arm of somebody if they come after him. But he's looking, he's looking. as soon as I can see him I'm going like, Justin! as loud as I possibly could oh he saw me he was good he was happy walking comes walking toward, walking toward me <laughs> I'm not getting emotional shut up 10 feet he starts breaking down I did what you told me to. I stayed in place, Dad. This is what we said. Picked him up, held him, hugged him. Had to give him to his mother before she had a heart attack. And life was good, start to finish. Maybe ten minutes. Ten minutes. I'm crying right now, over ten minutes. A day they traveled without him. Three days they were looking for him. How many people go to Jerusalem for the Passover? Everybody. Are they all good people? Tickpockets love Times Square and they're not there to celebrate the new year. What was the worst case scenario they could think of for their son? Somebody grabbed him. What's the next worst thing? He's scared. He's hungry. He's cold. He's sitting on the streets. People are being mean to him. Nobody will help him. Three days, without artificial sustenance, I can't stay up three days. How well did Mary and Joseph sleep? Did they eat while they're searching for their son? And they find him. They're hoping he's pushing over old people and just breaking windows and whatever, doing bad stuff so they can have their fears and anger. He is doing what a good boy is doing. He's in the temple learning what happens whenever you find your, your, your... Who's dorking around? Justin wasn't dorking around, okay? So he was, he, he, was, he was preoccupied with something. He was trying to do a spell, or I don't know what it was. And we just kept on our little way thinking he was with us. He wasn't doing anything wrong. But if you know they're doing something they shouldn't have been, they got lost, whatever, and then your fears are calmed. Like, oh, my baby boy. What are you doing? Right? scared to death. Now we know they're good. Now I'm going to rip your heart out. <laughs> How dare you make me so scared? It's kind of kind of comical. I mean Jesus, they go they find him in the temple. He's doing people are just absolutely amazed. And he says, I have them at find it. he says why were you looking for me? He had to know where I was going to be in my father's house. Mary and Joseph have the eye twitch going. I have been, I probably have an ulcer about this big in my stomach. God is going to slap me because I lost his son. I lost my own son as far as they're concerned, but this is the Messiah. What were they thinking? They have a two-fold job to be a parent and then you are supposed to take care of the Messiah. And I lost him. How could I have done that? At Hogwarts, it's a gated area. Security, cameras, cast members. And we were freaking out for 10 minutes. Jerusalem had none of that. They were freaking out. he said i had to be in my father's house joseph is stepdad for lack of a better word how do you think he took that well yeah you are in your father's house i mean i've been i've been dad but i get it the whole point of us studying on jesus as a child prior to his ministry what does it matter it matters because jesus was a child he was a human could he have arrived the same way that he left descended as opposed to ascending that would have been miraculous and I'm going to listen to what he has to say but when we say what what did you tell your parents cuz i know i told mine you don't understand you don't know what it's like in high school they went to high school high school's no different don't believe it's not it's just a different day same set of circumstances Different bullies, different whatever. Okay? Now you're going to use calculators instead of stone tablets. Stone tablets. The fact is, God sent his son to be here, to be human, to be us, to experience everything we did and do and have, and still persevere to show you, yes, it can be done. You can't do it. I can. Is what Jesus said. Not only can I, I did. And I did it for you. I had to do it. But I want you to know I get it. I get you. I understand. I can relate. I experienced it too. And He made concessions for us. For when we fall short, hit the ground, skid our, knees, skid our knees in our hands, and he goes, I understand how that could have happened. And I forgive you. Now how about you forgive yourself? Jesus as a child was a necessity for us to appreciate understand he went through everything we did. And what we had to and have to endure in this life, he did for us, with us. So that the decisions we make, he goes, yeah, I was there too. I just appreciate the fact that he went through that much trouble, that much effort, left the glory of heaven to be here, to endure all of that, to relate to me, who it matters for nothing. But I matter to him, and so do you. We're going to go more in depth on Jesus next week with his ministry and the different aspects of that I have on that. So thank you for your attention.